The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome moms, dads, kids, pets. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world because sometimes the world forgets to recognize that and to thank you. All right, you know I like to begin the show with a question. Do you ever worry about your kids having a quote failure to launch? Or maybe the last two years have made your kids feel anxious about their future. Like, how are they going to get a job or or buy a house someday? Have we got help for you today? It's a new book called Raising Them Ready, Practical Ways to Prepare Your Kids for Life on Their Own, written by Jonathan and Erica Katherman. The book includes a list of real-world skills that your kids need from age 2 to 22. I mean, my goodness, this has got so many specific tools to help you get your kids ready to be successful at adulting. That's all coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. So stick around. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison, on the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. Looking for your next adventure? Camp Idrahaji is now hiring. If you haven't already heard, Idrahaji is one of Colorado's largest Christian camps, and they're growing their summer staff. Why not experience the great outdoors and wake up each day excited and ready to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Join them to lead and impact hundreds of campers as they experience Jesus in the beauty of Colorado's great outdoors. High school, college, and young adults, they're accepting applications today at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Welcome back to Channel Mom. Man, I hope you tuned in for a reason today. If you're one of those parents who is concerned that your kids are not going to be ready for the real world, we have some ready-to-use tips for you today that I really think will be a blessing for your life. So stick around for that. A shout-out to the moms that listen to us all over the country in Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Also, Little Rock, Arkansas, and now in Springfield, Illinois. That's exciting. Oklahoma, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and then right here in Denver, Colorado. So glad to have you on board. I do want to remind you, I have something amazing for you. It's uh, my new book. At least I hope it's amazing for you. It's called Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time. And I hope uh, that you can get it for yourself for Mother's Day or have somebody else get it for you or get it for your own mom. I really want it to to help you in your life as a mom. Eight secrets, eight mothering secrets to change your life. You can uh, find the book at momyouramazing.com, momyouramazing.com. We're still in the pre-order phase, so you can get a discount on those pre-orders. 
So I hope that uh, will help you. I, I really believe God gave me this book for moms who needed encouragement and help and uh, new hope in their parenting. So I hope you'll check that out. All right. Before we get to our guests, the authors of Raising Them Ready. I am so excited about something that uh, we're going to bring to you. My heart has always been to figure out a way to help every single mom who needs help and who needs encouragement and who needs to be reminded of how important her role is. So we do a number of outreach ministries on the ground. We're not just in the airwaves. We're also on the ground. So we help moms who are coming out of homelessness. We help single moms who are struggling. We help incarcerated moms with our Forever Moms curriculum, which has really blessed and transformed the lives of moms in prison. We also now, this has been something I've been wanting to do for years, are starting up a support group for moms who have disabled or other abled or differently abled children. I'm so excited to bring this to you. We are partnering with Kingdom Eyes and Amber Kiera. Amber is essentially blind. She's lost 90% of her sight and she works with people and with parents whose children are disabled in all ways, uh, mentally, physically, whatever it is. And I think these parents need a ton of cheerleading and a ton of support and a ton of understanding. So I hope you will listen to Amber now and, and hear her heart for what she wants to do for parents like this. And then we will tell you how to be a part of that support group. Uh, so here she is, Amber Kiera. 50% of families who have children with special needs actually refrain from going to church or religious activities because they know their child won't be included or welcomed. We want to encourage people to step fully into their calling with confidence while building community. Our mission is to empower people with disabilities to see themselves as God sees them. Isn't that great? So here's the deal. We're, we're creating a focus group to see what mothers and fathers of differently able, disabled children need. And um, you can be part of the focus group. And then we will have a regular support group, potentially via Zoom, if you're in other states, but also right here in Denver, we may be meeting in person because we just want to help you and bless you with encouragement and resources. So just email info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org, and let us know that you're interested in our new group partnering with Kingdom Eyes for parents of disabled children. And we will get back to you and we will give you the details about how and where we're going to meet and uh, how you can be a part of this focus group. Man, I hope this is going to be a blessing going forward. So that's fun. Info at channelmom.org. Let us know you're interested. Wow, am I excited about this upcoming interview for every mom who wants to help her child succeed when they leave the house. And this can start when your child is one year old, honestly. Um, as much uh, for moms as it is for dads, I think a lot of us dread that emptiness stage. I know I was sobbing. <laughs> for about six months before my daughter left the house. Um, but it's all good. Actually, they're both back in the house right now, both my daughter and son, which I'm happy about. They may not be. I, I do think though, that even as we dread that empty nest stage, every mom wants her child to succeed in the quote, real world. So today we're going to talk about the book called Raising Them Ready, Practical Ways to Prepare Your Kids for Life on Their Own. And the authors are Jonathan and Jonathan. That's a new name for you, Jonathan. Jonathan <laughs> and Erica Katherman, uh, and they've done a lot of work in this area. I can give you more of a bio as we go on. I know that Jonathan is the author of the international best-selling book, The Manual to Manhood, as well as Becoming the Next 
great generation and guiding the next generation. Erica has also been the co-author of The Girl's Guide to Conquering Life and The Girl's Guide to Conquering Middle School. They've got a lot of experience in this area and they're going to help us today to raise our kids ready. Welcome to the show, Jonathan and Erica. We're so glad to have you on Channel Mom. Thanks, Jenny, for having us. Yeah, we're glad to be here. Thank you. I'm glad you're glad. I'm struggling <laughs> with this thing we call Zoom today, but hopefully it's yeah. going to like work for us. Name. What? I like my new name. Yeah, yeah Jonathan. We'll just it goes with Erica. Kind of. <laughs> um, all right. So you have so much rich information in this book. So I first want to kind of start out and what we're dealing with, with this current climate of, of having come through two years of kind of trauma for our kids, them themselves thinking that they're not ready to go out into the real world. And uh, our parents wondering, are they ready to go out in the real world? So can you kind of set the stage about why you wrote the book? And then I want to get to these, these topics that you that you call ready, set, and go. So much good information there, but, but why this book, why now? Well, I think it's interesting that you put it in context of uh, the world situation with COVID and the pandemic. We started the book pre-COVID and uh, had to kind of take a pause as we were put in um, lockdown and and had kind of a timeout, if you will, and had to think about how we were going to move forward with this. And as time went on, it became clear that we needed to continue to move forward because at some point we're going to come out of this and then it would really be needed. And we're seeing that to be true. At the same time, we have two older teenage sons uh, at, during you know, a couple of years back. And we're like, oh my goodness, they're about ready to go. Are they ready or not? Yeah. And, and you know, all the work we do, you know, I always ask, so do you practice what you teach? And so we actually sat down and made a list of are our sons prepared to launch into life on their own based on all the skills and tools that are going to need to succeed. And we realized we got most of it covered, but there's a few items on here we really need to pay attention to, and which opened the door to realizing there's a lot of families out there asking the same question we're asking is, are they ready, but maybe don't have the resource to check? So that was the beginning of why we decided to write the book. And then we enter into the pandemic and we have plenty of time to make sure our boys were ready. (laughs) <laughs> yes, 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 we did. But we also had plenty of time to realize what we've done wrong in parenting. I mean, personally, I, I figured out a few things as well. So I want to talk. Uh, the, it's a wonderful, instructive book. Um, I do want let, to let folks know we are giving a, a few copies away today on the show. So if you would like a free copy of Erica and Jonathan's book, Raising Them Ready, what a wonderful resource. You can email us at info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org to get a free copy of this book. It's wonderful. Thank you for for letting us do that, Erica and Jonathan. Um, Let's start with the ready idea. Um, You do an assessment that parents can use to see how their kids view kind of the everyday demands of life and the challenges for them to to move forward and thrive or just to survive. Can Can you talk about that? Right. So the readiness assessment is this really simple tool that comes out of a very complex model. So we took something that that really most folks just shake their heads and say, I don't understand how this works and turned it into this way that parents could say, in real life, my kids face countless demands. So you parent, pick the demand and call the demand. It's like a task that requires a specific effort. Could be getting out of bed to an alarm clock in the morning. It could be a kid doing their own laundry. It could be feeding a pet. It could be getting and keeping a job. 
Um, for all ages, there's all kinds of opportunities that we would call demands. But then what we do is we say, okay, are we willing and able to take on this demand? And that's where the readiness assessment begins. And if a child is both willing and able, then they're ready. But if they're not willing or unable, then they're not ready. And, and the interesting thing happens when we're ready to take on the demands of life, our brain registers it as a challenge and our brains love challenges. We thrive in challenge environments. Whereas if we go through this kind of readiness context and say, wait a minute, I'm not ready, our brain registers that as a threat. And every parent knows that we do our very best, our kids do their very best to avoid threats. In fact, our performance goes down in the threat state and we just do what we can to get through it. We call that survive. So whereas in challenge, we perform well and thrive, in threat, we perform poorly and we survive. So we really want to give parents a tool to say, are my kids ready or not to take on the demands of the world um, at any age from two to 22 and older? Yeah. And and I, there are two things that really s- struck me in this book. One of them was chores. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, first of all, I think I'm kind of, we're kind of sexist in our household because we definitely emphasize them with my daughter more than my son. And I've talked to other moms that have expressed the same thing. Like, well, we kind of let our son because the, the typical kind of, I'm, and I sound really sexist now, but the typical kind of son chores are fixing the car and, um, you know, things that you don't do every week, maybe taking out the garbage, but the girl things, quote unquote, the cooking and the cleaning and the, and the dishwashing happen every day. And so my precious daughter, she's a chore girl, but, but not my son, not so much. And I think, where have we made this mistake? So I do want to make sure we talk about that, but I also want to talk about modeling. You talk about modeling in the book and you also talk about different parenting styles and, and the secret to parenting. I want to make sure we get to those, but, but can you talk about the importance right now of how we model for our children when it comes to raising them ready? Well, modeling is, you know, that, that do what you say, not what, or what's that old saying say, do as I say, not as I do, whereas modeling is doing as you say. And as parents, there's three ways we model to our kids how to do things. And, and we're first is what we've got to, to show them. So that would be passive learning. Our kids are observing through passive learning. You they've, know, they're constantly watching oh, us. Yeah, all the time. They're like, oh, I've seen mom or dad do that. And they've been observing it from a young age. But then we also invite them into, so they're actively learning. So they're, they, can, they can actually do this. Then the third way is they can apply that learning. And so maybe even teach a younger sibling or somebody else how to do it. So as parents, we've got to be teaching our kids through this, this passive, active, and applied learning phases so they gain the confidence and capabilities they need to succeed with or without us. Yeah. Okay. So I have two quick questions and then I want to get onto some of these solutions in uh, your ready, set, go uh, kind of template. Um, when I, this is maybe a selfish question, because I'm trying to confirm something that I say in my book, which is that our kids do watch us. And, and that is one of the most formative things of a child. I mean, we think the media has um, the ability to form our kids and their peers have the ability to form our, our kids. And obviously their faith has the ability to form them. And can you just confirm for me that I'm right when I say <laughs> that our children, one of the biggest predictors of how they're going to turn out is how the parent is involved in their life, models in their life, et cetera, et cetera, and maybe get to that parenting secret that changes everything for our children. Well, I think, I think you got it. Really the parenting secret 
whether we like it or not, is that the parents have a significant influence on the kids. Yeah. And you're, and what we do as parents is the most influential on our kids. Like we're giving kids by, by, by modeling behavior before them and our kids are observing everything that we do. Um, we're giving them an opportunity to, to nurture their progress. So like, you know, that argument, nature versus nurture, the, yes. the, 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 it's been solved. It's not nurture. I mean, nur- excuse me, it's not nature. It's nature is a, a great advantage, but nature is like, you're either good or you're not good at something and you're really not changing it. That'd be fixed mindset. But parents who model a, a growth mindset where they are nurturing their kids and their kids are growing and developing, it is an opportunity to, to, to advance, then they are in a place where their kids can learn to thrive. So as parents, we want to set our kids up for a nurturing environment where they grow and develop rather than just a nature one. And we're just trying to tap into what they're already good at, but they're seeing us. So if we as parents think that things are fixed, our kids are recognizing that and seeing that in their, our behavior, and they might model that same behavior. Whereas if they see that we believe that we can change and those around us can change and better then they will too. We really need kids to have that growth mindset today. Okay. You guys are good at sound bites. So I'm going to ask you to be very sound bitey because we've got about six and a half minutes left. Hmm. Um, and, and I do want to remind folks that, that some of the things they're referring to um, make me think of Idra Haji, our sponsor that you heard of in the break. What a great way for your kids to grow in, in their faith and their application of their faith. So I do hope you'll remember to check Idra Haji out at idrahaji.org, I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E. And I want to remind you, they are looking for workers right now. And, and that is a good thing for your kids to learn to work. So uh, they're looking for workers. They can spend all summer outdoors. They can, they can learn more about their relationship with Jesus and they can teach that relationship, which Erica and Jonathan have just said how important that is for them to learn to teach and a skill or, or, or a set of uh, knowledge that they've learned. So idrahaji.org, if your kids are looking for a job this summer, what a wholesome, wonderful, fabulous job, idrahaji.org. All right, so let's get back. And now you've got about five and a half minutes. I want to talk about the chore thing first. And then I want to talk about skill sets that your kids need to know at different ages. Um, I do battle with the chore thing because I think, have I taught my kids to properly take responsibility in the, in the world, to properly be unselfish with their spouse and to make sure they're constantly pitching in. And, and, and I think, and you address it in the book that that's one of the biggest complaints parents have. How do we get our children to be workers and to do chores and to carry that into the world, to be ready to help others in the world and to be good workers in the workplace, et cetera. Can, Please help us with that. Really quickly, from my perspective, in real life, I started with the kids young and tried to make it fun. Anything we can make fun at a young age is something that they begin to hopefully enjoy or can become a routine that is easily and, you know, cleaning the toilet is not necessarily enjoyable, but if you can get used to it and notice that your clean space helps you feel better, that, that instills the desire to do it again. As far as chores go, there were just certain things that we expected the kids to take care of. And then as they got older and didn't want to do those things as much, I'm going to have to give the credit to Jonathan for coming up with a system for that. So we know that almost three quarters of homes don't expect their kids to do chores, which is a staggering number. And is that Uh, bad, Jonathan? Is it bad? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Three quarters of homes do not have their kids contributing to the, the benefit of the home 
then that puts a tremendous amount of, of responsibility and pressure on a parent, a single parent, uh, dueling parents. It doesn't matter. There's, there, that's just not their responsibility to do everything. We need to, to share the responsibilities in the home. This, this is part of what maturity looks like. So we did something called shares in our house where our boys um, worked on, to do their share of the work. They received a share of our family's profits. So instead of getting an allowance, because we don't like the concept of allowance, it sounds like you're allowed something, though you didn't necessarily earn it. Yeah. So if they contributed to our home's profitability, they received a portion of the home's profits that month. And if, guess what? If there were no profits that month, there was no shares, but they still had to do and contribute the work. What they're experiencing is what the real world expects of them, but they're doing it in the safety of our home. And we can also then praise and support one another. And, and you also learn about negotiation and, and how to collaborate. So taking care of chores or in our home doing their share of the work is one way that we're introducing them in a safe space to learn what it's like to live out in the rest of the world. Yeah, that's so good. All right. So I'm going to have you guys do rapid fire and tag team each other, take, take turns on this. I want you to give uh, parents some examples of the skill sets that you have them make sure that they're instilling in their children from age two to 22. And, and you, you, you uh, separated into age groups. So Erica, why don't you take some of the younger years and a few of the skills that you might surprise parents, you got to make sure you've instilled these in your kids. And then Jonathan, why don't you move on to some of the older skills? Well, we can start from ages two to eight and assisting with making a bed, cleaning up light spills, feeding family pets, know your home street address. I mean, we have a list of over 33 things that maybe the ages of two to eight should really understand how to do. Okay. What about those middle years? Okay. So let's skip forward to even, let's say early teens. So 12 to 15 years old. And we've got everything in here from how to calculate a budget to clear a clogged toilet, how to hang a picture, do grocery shopping. Um, this is a good time for them to uh, make a bank deposit, which means they'd also have to learn how to open a bank account, um, practice time management. And here's one even I think is great at this age is to learn CPR. Because yep. um, it's, it's an opportunity for them to even get, say, babysitting and, and care jobs. If, if, if I know that the kid across the street is coming over to take care of my young ones and they know CPR, I'm more likely to hire them to do it so we can go out on date night than to try to come up with somebody else. And we can bounce forward a little bit further than that and talk about how to behave during a traffic stop get a driver's license. Actually, let's start with the driver's license before a traffic stop, hopefully. <laughs> uh, make a, a living idea, expenses Erica. budget. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> make a living expenses budget. Do they know how to budget and know what they make and, and if they're going to have enough to cover their expenses? Yeah, this is stuff we skip over. And, I, and I'm, you know, helping other moms mother and I've skipped over some of this stuff. So, so thank you for correcting me and, and I can do better and reminding moms to do this. We should have you back because it's such rich stuff and, and moms really need this direction. All right, we've got a minute left before, before we tell folks how to find you in the book. Um, just briefly tell people about making that release plan. They've been training them. They've been teaching them skills. They've been encouraging them. They've been giving them a share in the family income, you know, each month and, and, and having them do chores. What is that release plan? Make it really simple. Excuse me. I'll make it really simple. Instruction and release guidance and release and counsel and release. First, we need to instruct them on how to do something and then let them go ahead and try to do it. Okay. And then as they try to do it, 
we guide them through that process and then let them go and try it again. And then as they continue to practice and become not perfect, but better, then we continue to provide counsel and again, release. So from the age of two, learning how to tie their shoe to the age of 22, helping them establish a, a living budget, we can go through this easy three phase or three step process with them over and over and over again. Yeah, man, this is good. I mean, I think every mom needs it. I, mean, I I've got a 23 year old, 23 year old and a 19 year old, and I still need this. So it's good, rich stuff. How do people find you guys and the book? And we'll have to have you back when I'm on the real radio and uh, we can talk more in depth, but uh, how do f- people find you and the book raising them ready? Well, you can visit us at our website, the Kathermans, and that's spelled C-A-T-H-E-R-M-A-N-S. So thecathermans.com. You can always Google Jonathan and Erica Catherine. That will take you there real quick. And you can buy our book anywhere you want to buy books. There's online or bookstore. They're available just about everywhere. Bless you guys. So appreciate it. And and there's faith-based things in there as well. So uh, yeah, this is a fantastic book for everybody. So thank you so much for writing, raising them ready. And thanks for being on Channel Mom, you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. right, Bye-bye. Man, weren't they good? So grateful to them. And remember, you can win a free copy of their book, Raising Them Ready, with all those fabulous tips. Just go to info at channelmom.org, and you could be one of the lucky winners, although I don't really believe in luck. You could be one of the blessed winners of that book. This is the time in the show where I say thank you for all you do. I know sometimes you feel like your work is not noticed. Nobody appreciates you. Nobody thanks you for all you do as a mom, all the sacrifices you make. But I know what you're doing. You're raising that next generation. So thank you for all the work you're putting in to do that. Well, a reminder, check out idrahaji.org. What a great summer job for a young adult or teenager. Just go to idrahaji.org and you can find the jobs listed there. Remember to follow us at Channel Mom. Check out our podcast. You can give a little money at channelmom.org to keep us on the air. God bless you guys. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.